the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. We are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation set apart for the Lord. Christians living in this world today, it can be a constant struggle balancing the horizontal focus of earthly desires with the vertical focus of heavenly existence here on earth. So it was many years ago with the Church of Ephesus. Let's go to Pastor Jack Morris now for the introduction of today's message, In Christ in the World. The scripture says in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 2, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Ephesians, as we are today, were in the world. They were in Ephesus. Ephesus now is part of Turkey, but they were also being acted upon by the influences of the world. And so it is with you and me. We are in Christ, but we're also in the world. We're citizens of this world but we're also, at the same time, citizens of the kingdom of God, all because of God's grace and peace. Grace has come to us, and the peace of God now lives in our hearts. There may be a a thousand conflicts going on about us, troubles, difficulties, but God's peace that transcends all understanding will keep your heart, your mind, and your soul. Friend, you are kept by the power of God, even in the midst of a lot of difficulties. Go into the sanctuary with me. We're going to hear this message from the Word of God. Grace and peace to you. Let it come into your heart. Experience Jesus overcoming all other difficulties. Jesus is the answer. In Christ and in the world. You know, we have two addresses. We have our earthly address but we're also citizens of heaven and we have our heavenly address and we're looking forward to that eternal home where we'll be with God forever and forever. This is the hope that we have within us. But in the meantime, we're still here on this earth and uh, experiencing everything that everybody else experiences, such as, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever noticed how everybody wants your money? (laughs) sinner and saint alike everybody wants my money (laughs) I I see the billboards uh, the advertisement in the magazines on the radio and on the television everything they're telling me what I want this is really what you want I didn't know I wanted it but they're insisting that I want it and that my life would be so much better if I would uh, purchase it Uh, they're selling everything from Soap to sex. It's, it's right there. Uh, and then 
in uh, those phone solicitors. People ever call your house and wanting to sell you something? <clears throat> you pick it up, and this this one guy, he he calls all the time, uh, and uh, I, I I know it's tape, but uh, when I pick it up, he'll sounds like a, a man about three hundred pounds. He'll say, "Hello, senior, <laughs> don't hang up." <laughs> Guess what I do? <laughs> hang up. <clears throat> they. They just bother and, and, and on the phone. Now, a lot of them, they're, they're selling good stuff. I mean, they're, they're asking for funds for uh, cancer and for heart and muscular dystrophy and uh, the children's hospital and, and uh, a lot of good stuff. But one time I got this, this phone call. I couldn't take it anymore. And I, I know I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done this. This nice young lady was on the phone trying to... Uh, ask for money for something, you know, the police department, the fire department, and on, and mothers against drunk driving. And, uh, you know, I'd like to give to all of them. And I, I told her, uh, and she had nothing to do with it. She was employed to do this. And, but, again, you know, I, I just had to say something. And I said, ma'am, <clears throat> I need to keep a little bit of money for myself. <laughs> There's groceries to buy. And I said, I tithe to my church. And she was just as quiet as she could be. And I said, I give to the youth fund and to missions. But I, I need to keep a little bit and uh, to live off of. But there are more subtle ways that the world is acting upon you and, and trying to get you and manipulate you and even exploit you. There was an interview in the Reader's Digest uh, where Dr. David Howells, he, was a, he is a professor at Concordia University. He's a professor of century uh, uh, anthropology. And he said that uh, for years now, and even more so in recent days, we're being acted upon and appealed to through our five senses. And we don't even know it. Uh, there's the, what is it, the sense of smell and touch and hearing and, and sight and taste. And he said, you, we, we're, we're unaware of, of the appeal that is being made, and, and we're being duped into moving and buying and doing. The Starbucks has a particular sound, a music uh, that uh, appeals to the people, and the people are buying the Starbucks. And they even sell that CD if you want to listen to it, but it, it, you can take it home with you. And um, then they said that. Uh, the Weston hotels, they have a white tea, I don't know what that is, a white tea scent in the lobby and in the toilets and in the towels uh, that wherever you are in, in the world and you, you pick up a towel or you go into a store or wherever you, and you smell that white scent uh, of white tea, uh, then you think of the Weston hotels. <clears throat> Do you know that uh, the crunch of a potato chip, uh, they ha there has been years of research put into that and millions of dollars to get the right crunch, the right sound 
out of a potato chip so that you'll buy more potato chips, that, that freshness. Even the, 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 the closing of a car door, they, it has to sound right so the customer can move toward that car and possibly even buy it. And so here, the, the sight, the sound, the touch, the taste, the hearing, it, we're all being used and we don't even know we're being used to buy and to and to do what the, the world is asking us to do. So we're in the world. We're in the world. We, we can't get out of this world for a little while. But we're also in Christ. Thank God. We're in Christ. The scripture says the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eye and the pride of possessions is not from the Father but from the world. And the world's going to pass away and all of these desires and lusts are also going to pass away. But to our, our, our senses today, God gave us these, these five senses, but the world has reached out and gotten hold of it and twisted it and, and manipulating us. Now, this isn't anything new. This is exactly what Satan did to Jesus when Jesus was in the wilderness. He showed, showed him. All the kingdoms of the world. Satan showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. Sight. Satan spoke great promises to Jesus. Hearing. Jesus had fasted 40 days. Satan tempted him to turn the stones into bread. Taste. So your senses are being appealed to. And you and I are like sheep. And we're caving in and giving in to all of this. But thank God for the promise that we are in this world and this world is manipulating us to the degree it can. But thank God we are also in Christ. Can you say I'm in Christ? I'm in Christ Christ, and Christ is in me. Now, I want you to look at the book of Ephesians and uh, we're going to do a little study here this morning. And I believe it's going to help and bless you and minister to your needs and strengthen you in your spiritual walk with the Lord and strengthen you in your inner person that you will be stronger to resist the the world and stronger to insist on following the Lord Jesus. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday via live streaming. Go to LargoCC.org at 9 or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Again, go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Now notice it began, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. So we know who wrote the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, by many theologians, is thought to be the, and and is accepted as the queen of the epistles. Because Ephesians reaches the, the highest height of theological thought. So Paul writes, and he says he's an apostle. Now, an apostle, there, there were only 12 of them. There aren't any apostles today, regardless of what you see on a church sign or in a church bulletin. There are not any apostles. 
There were only 12, and their names are written on the foundation of the new Jerusalem, the city that you're going to live in someday. An apostle had to have seen the Lord Jesus Christ, not a vision of Jesus, but have seen him in his earthly body. An apostle is one that had to hear the voice of Jesus calling into the apostleship. An apostle is one who had to be commissioned directly by Jesus. And no one today has seen the physical body of Jesus. No one has as far as I know, heard his voice. Uh, Some may have, I don't know. Uh, But uh, we have an inner conviction and and an inner call. But there are no apostles today because they do not qualify. Now, the church has an apostolic ministry. It has an apostolic ministry, a New Testament ministry, a book of Acts ministry, but no more apostles. But Paul says, I'm an apostle by the will of God. Now, notice what he said in verse 1. To the saints in Ephesus. Now, here's something I want you to notice very clearly. Look at the word saint. Saints. Notice it's plural. There's an S on it. There are some who we call saint. Uh, They have been elevated after to the sainthood after being dead for many, many years. You have to have to be dead for a long, long time. But Paul's writing to people who can read, and so they must be alive. He's writing to the saints. A saint is a holy one, one that has been blessed and saved and set apart by the Lord for the Lord's particular and peculiar service. So you are a saint in your connection to God and your relationship to the church. And if you are related to the body of Christ... You have been saved, your, your sins have been washed in the blood. Now you are a saint. But you're only a saint in connection with the church, in togetherness with the church. We're, we're, and these people have been dead for hundreds of years, no longer uh, living and participating in connection to the church. So that's one of the reasons why we're putting out the, the uh, insert asking people to join the church and become more closely identified and I hope that we'll get some uh, people who want to become part of the Largo Community Church. We have a number of people who have already requested membership and I'm very, very excited about that. But notice what Paul said, verse 1, in Ephesians, in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we live in two places. We live on this earth. We all have an address where we can send mail to one another if we choose to do that. We live on this earth. We're all being acted upon by our five senses all the time. We're being acted upon by the world. But we're also seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has our names written in the book of life. It says in, in uh, Philippians 3.20... That our citizenship is in heaven. So we, we must keep sin, temptation. We, we must not allow these difficulties and these, these trials to, to so captivate us and, and move in upon us. We must know that we belong to the Lord. We must keep it on the outside. I think it was in April the 12th, 19. April the 14th, 1912, that the 
the ship uh, Titanic off the coast of Newfoundland hit an iceberg and many people lost their lives. When that ship hit that iceberg, if it had been made of better stuff, <laughs> better material, many more people could have been saved. But when it hit the iceberg, it hit it and then it tried to turn and move away from it. Only as it turned to move away, it hit it two more times. So it, it hit it three times. And so the, <clears throat> the rivets popped, uh, the, the seams uh, opened up, and the water gushed in. It went down, and many were destroyed. God help us today with, with what we're seeing and what we're experiencing in the world. I'm so thankful when I see these babies here dancing, and I see these young men coming up here. This is our, our prized possession, these young people, and we're praying for them, and we're praying for the parents who care for them and the, and the, and the, the scout leaders. But there, there, is, there is difficulty in the land today like our land has, has never never experienced or never seen before. With, with all of the same-sex attraction, with, with all of the temptations to sin, do you know that 20 years ago, 20 years ago, a person could be arrested and incarcerated for some of the things today that the government is saying is okay, you can do it? 20 years ago, you were arrested for it, 20 years later, you're arrested if you don't participate in it. But notice, I want you to read what you, what you see on the screen right now. To the saints. Okay, notice, underlined, in Ephesus, in Christ. You're in both places. You're, you're, you're in the world, but you are also in Christ. And with that focus on in Christ. Now, the, notice that, that, little, that little preposition, in. That's a primary preposition, meaning you are joined to the Lord Jesus Christ, which should cause us to rejoice and be glad. You are in Christ, a fixed position, an immovable position, uh, not swayed and not gullible by all the, the fickleness that is going on uh, about us. I think back just just a few years ago, uh, President Clinton. He said, uh, "Okay, this is this is our position. Don't ask, don't tell." Remember that? Now the Supreme Court is saying it's going to be okay, and you better do it, <laughs> and 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 respect those who do it. Otherwise, you're discriminating. I mean, one day it's one way. Next day, it's another way, but the word of God abides forever. This is our rock. This is our foundation, the truth of God's word. It's not something that I can I pick up when I, I feel a little, a little bit religious and inclined to go to church on Sunday and then, then put it down and, and then do my own thing and then maybe in a week or two pick it up again. No, I belong to the Lord. You belong to Christ. You are in the Lord. The Apostle Paul said, I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded. Friends, there are some things you can know, and there are some things in life you can be persuaded of. There's a lot of things in life that is just so fickled and so transitory that it doesn't mean 
anything uh, that I should pay any attention to, but, but it's after me. It's after you all the time. May our hope and faith be in Jesus. And notice what Paul said. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that Jesus is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. I, I've committed my soul to him. I've committed my life to him. And I, I know he's going to keep me and protect me and look out for me. I, I've, I've made that commitment. It's, it's not that I've been a good person and, and I hope I make it. No, I've made a commitment to him. He made a commitment to me. I've made a commitment to him. I know the apostle had this, this confidence. And uh, I think maybe he must have been thinking of what the psalmist said when the psalmist said, this knowledge is too wonderful for me. It, it's too high. I can't attain it. Just to think about it. Oh, friend, I want you to think about it. Think about it just a little bit. It's you that are blessed and kept. You have committed your life to the Lord Jesus. His hand of blessing is upon you. He's going to watch out over you and care for you and bless you. Now, look at verse 2. Do we have verse 2? Would you read that with me, please? Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So if I, if I know who I am, and I'm connected to the church, my sainthood is established in relation to your sainthood. I'm not a saint by myself. I'm a saint only in togetherness with you in this living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and this living relationship with the church. If I know that, and I know that I'm in Christ, the blessing of God is twofold. Grace and peace. Say those two words. Grace. Grace. God has given us grace. I know I have been blessed. I I know that. I, I feel that. I rejoice in that. You see, this way of salvation is not over a toll road. It's over a free road. That's what the word grace simply means. God has freely blessed me and helped me. Thank God this world's not my home. I'm just passing through. The grace of God has come into my life. Now, grace has come. Now, when I'm aware of that grace, then from grace, peace is the result of that grace that is within my heart. Peace, wonderful peace. Today, the world thinks that when when the war stops, when the war is over, then peace has come. The war, in in popular thinking, uh, modern parlance, is that there is no more conflict. But no, that's not it at all. Peace is something that I can have conflict all around me, but I can have this peace in because grace has come into my life, and the result is peace. There are many people who are having a, a, a conflict within themselves, and the war is inside. But friend, we, like the boat on the water, we've got to keep the water on the outside and not let it get on the inside and let the Lord's peace. The word peace simply means to join. We have been joined to Christ. We have been joined to one another. We live in this world, but we're not of this world. We have a Father who loves us, who is caring for us, watching over us, We are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation set apart for the Lord. Thank God 
Thank God for this faith that God has given to us. Let's nourish it. Let's believe God and trust him. Become strong in him. The world wants you. Satan wanted Jesus. And if he went after Jesus, believe me, friend, he's going to go after you. But you don't have to worry about that as long as you know the grace of God is there. As long as you know you're in Christ, you're safe. You're all right. Satan can't touch you. He's only bluffing his way. You are strong in the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Grace and peace. Just saying those words brings comfort and hope to a soul that is tired and ready to give up. But we have an advocate in Christ Jesus, and he is there with you now to bring a miraculous change in your life and attitude. Invite him in by simply going to him in prayer. As we conclude today's program, I want to invite you to pray for the ministry of the healing word and ask God on our behalf to bless these messages as they minister to hearts all over our nation's capital and the world. And if the Lord lays it on your heart, would you consider partnering with Pastor Morris in financially supporting this ministry? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You could also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.